Shalom and hello. My name is Carl Whitehead and I would like to take a few minutes to talk to you about a new course that is going to be available on the Foundation Nest called Kolot Torah, Voices of Torah. For the past 10 years, I've been on a deeply personal journey with God, learning about the profound depth of God's Torah and the living Hebrew language. And I am extremely excited to be able to share with and teach on these things that I have learnt and are continuing to learn, so that you too can begin a deeper journey into God's Word. That is why I would like you to join me on a journey into the Voices of Torah. In this Foundation Nest course, you will have access to a weekly video lecture where I will be investigating and discussing elements of the weekly Torah portion. You will also be able to join in a live Zoom call every week so that you can discuss with me and other students the things that you are learning about and invariably the questions that you will be meditating upon. More importantly, I will teach you how I have learnt to study, engage with and converse with the living nature of God's love letter to humanity, which is his word. This course is designed to introduce you to an ever unfolding and expanding perspective of God's word, and will introduce you to the wonders of the Hebrew text and the rich culture of studying Torah on a weekly basis. More importantly, you will learn how adding your voice to the ever-revealing nature of God's word through study and conversation will change you and the world around you. During this course, you will be introduced to the tools and the resources that will teach you to see the, the astounding gems hidden in the Hebrew text and the amazing ongoing millennia-long conversation that continues to inspire and challenge all viewpoints and perspectives about revelation, relationship, and life. So if you would like to learn more about studying the Word of God, and specifically about learning how to begin studying in the original Hebrew language, then I invite you to join me in Kolot Torah, Voices of Torah. Shalom. Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nevenace, and in today's podcast, I'd like to share my heart with you on the process and journey I've been on as a worship leader. I've been leading worship since 2007 and the journey has been incredible. The things that we are currently engaging with, beholding, seeing, pressing into has been glorious. And I am just so grateful and thankful that I have been able to see the fulfillment on the desire that I had the moment I started to lead worship. As amazing as it was being a worship leader and having the privilege of creating an atmosphere for people to engage in the presence, being touched by Yahweh because of our worship, keeping in mind that in 2007, our thoughts and ideas was to create an atmosphere where heaven would come down. And when heaven was down and we would keep that atmosphere going, hopefully, Yahweh would come in the fullness of his glory, step into our meeting and revival will hit the church and hit the land. <laughs> you know, the church age mindset and, you know, some of these things that we would think and really go after. Although, you know, I honor those moments and times, don't get me wrong. But 
my goodness, how things have completely shifted from 2007 with the understanding that I had. And even in that place, I knew deep down that there was something that I hadn't yet touched. There was a revelation that was hidden in mystery that I hadn't yet pursued. And everything started to change within my life in 2012. I don't think Ian would mind me sharing this, but in 2012, Ian came to South Africa and he came to our community for the first time. And it was the first time I'd ever heard a teaching of Ian's. And I got to tell you, man, my spirit man was roaring because every word that came from his lips was exactly what I knew my heart was desiring. I couldn't comprehend it. Oh, let me tell you, I could not comprehend it at that time. And there was a real war going on with what my spirit man was engaging with and what my mind at its unrenewed state was trying to war against all of the stuff that Ian was talking about because I just couldn't reason with it. it. It wouldn't come into my understanding or my intellect. So that's a story on its own. But as I started to engage and, and allow my spirit man to pursue wholeheartedly what Ian was saying, he was framing for me the desire that I had for worship. Because even when Ian was with us in 2012, I was leading worship at that conference. And I look back now and I just go, oh, Rick, the grace, the grace that Ian had for me was just outstanding. Because all my songs was about heaven coming down, um, about, you know, trying to do the best that we can, Yahweh. You know, can't you hear us? Can't you see? Oh, Ian, I oh, thank you for just your love and your kindness <laughs> to me at that time. But I was doing the best that I could do with what I had. But Ian opened up such a revelation and understanding of the mystery realms. And that what is our portion if we would just give our heart to what Yahweh wants us to pursue and where we should be living in that ascended place within the kingdom to behold his kingdom within the kingdom realms so that we can begin to sit in that place to be transformed. It wasn't long after Ian was with us in 2012 that I started to have some crazy encounters, <laughs> which were just awesome. But the encounter I would like to share with you in this podcast is to do with worship. Now, keeping in mind that I had this deep desire to know what worship is, the truth of worship, is what we are seeing in the church age at that time, the fullness of what worship needed to be. And I knew the answer was no, but I was navigating to find the truth that was going to set me free. The one evening I was going to bed and it was just a normal evening, and as I started to drift off to sleep, I found myself leaving my body. Now, I want to tell you, I was so grateful that I had met Ian in 2012 because if that had happened prior to me meeting him, I would have thought that it was a whole demonic thing, you know, how our minds go in terms of the church age. But there was such a peace in what was happening that I just let go and I knew that I was on this journey of encountering something that would transform my mind. 
although at that time I didn't know what it was. But as I started to leave my body, I found myself going through the ceiling of my room. Then when I was looking down, I could see my house. And as I was ascending higher, I saw my suburb, my city, and then my nation, and then the globe. Now the encounter was so real that I can remember looking (laughs) to the exact point that I ascended from and I wouldn't lose focus on that particular area because I I wanted to know how to get back. You know, it's crazy, man. But the earth started to turn and I lost focus on, on the place that I had ascended from. And I just thought, like I can remember thinking, oh, well, <laughs> I'm ascended in the kingdom realms and I'm looking down at the earth and I just don't know where I am. And every moment I just let myself go to engage with something that I knew was going to transform my life. And the globe started to turn and then it slowly started to stop and I found myself going at a rapid pace towards the earth. And as I started to uh, frame where I was, I realized that I was heading towards China. And as I was descending, I felt myself slowing down and I started to hover above the surface of China and slowly I started to go through the foundations and I could feel the shifting through my physical body as I was coming into an underground meeting in China with 30 Chinese men and women. Now, if I can even try to frame what I was seeing, it was glorious. These 30 Chinese men and women are just rocking to and fro. They are in full engagement. You cannot hear a sound in the underground meeting. I'm just watching, beholding in front of me, these 30 Chinese men and women with their eyes closed and they were just rocking. I could physically feel the bricks as I rested my hand upon the walls and I was just beholding everything because it was so real. You know that encounter where Paul would say, I don't know if it was in the flesh or out of the flesh. It was pretty much an encounter like that. So as I was looking around, I saw Yeshua on the left side of me and I was so overwhelmed, but he took my hand and he smiled at me and there was this gateway that opened up. And he led me into this gateway. I felt myself go through it. And there before me, I was in the kingdom realms. And these same 30 Chinese men and women that I had seen in the underground meeting were in the fullness of who they were before the throne of Yahweh. They were dancing. They were in extravagant worship like I've never seen before. The sound, the frequency, the colors that was coming from them before Yahweh. And as Yahweh would breathe in their colors and then breathe out, they would just begin to engage in this deep, incredible worship that I had never seen in my life before. I didn't want to leave. I was just watching all of this and just going, this is glorious. And I can't remember how long I was in that encounter for, but Yeshua took my hand and he led me back through the gateway. And I found myself in the underground meeting with these 30 Chinese men and women. And as I was beholding them in their physical state, their eyes were closed 
and they were just rocking, but I knew where I'd come from and I knew where they were. So something had shifted in me where the scripture that talks about worshiping in spirit and in truth is found in John 4 verse 24. And it says this, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So the time had come for us to ascend back where we came from. And I felt my physical body go through the foundation once again. And it was shifting through who I was. I felt myself come through the surface. And I was literally positioned within China. And I felt myself ascend out of China. And as I was just looking down, I started to see China. And then it started to get further away and I found myself again with in the kingdom realms. The earth was starting to turn back to the place where I'd come from and Yeshua began to speak to my heart and he said, Rick, I brought you on this encounter because I wanted to teach you how one needs to worship in spirit and in truth. And he said to me, within the western culture and our mindset we have been taught how to worship by the flesh and we've neglected the spirit but he said to me in china where these chinese men and women need to engage they cannot worship in the flesh so they've learned how to worship in spirit and in truth and he said the encounter that i've taken you upon is to show you the truth of what it looks like to worship in the spirit. As Yeshua spoke those words to my heart, I was undone because it was that. The very thing I was engaging, the very thing I was desiring, the questions that I had in terms of worship, it was that. We have been taught in the Western culture with our Western mindset that we need to worship by the flesh, which is the reason why we have so many things around worship right now that's got to do with the flesh. You know, whether it's the lights or whether it is the smoke machines, all of this stuff is about the flesh. And we have neglected the spirit. Oh man, we have neglected the spirit in the Western culture with our Western mindset. We've forgotten how to engage in the truth of what worship means. Spirit to spirit, as deep calls to deep, as spirit calls out to spirit. That is what we should be as a worshiping generation. To go up and to behold the fullness of Yahweh's kingdom. To be gateways that when we worship, when we come together as a community, that we begin to release and we begin to shift the atmosphere because of the place that we are positioned in. See, I've got this saying, man, and and I, I use this quite a lot and I get quite passionate about this. But I say this, you can't release a kingdom that you've never been to. So if you're trying to establish the kingdom of Yahweh through your worship and we haven't gone there, then we're relying on the gifts. Then our mindset is we have to create an atmosphere to bring heaven down. Heaven's not coming down. <laughs> It's not coming down. We've got to go up. We've got to live in that ascended place to engage spirit to spirit. 
So that as we are being transformed in the fullness of who we are, transfigured, if you will, when we come into creation, we begin to release and reveal the fullness of who we are as sons in the midst of creation. (laughs) I've got to let you know, as I'm doing this recording right now, it is pouring with rain outside. It is so glorious because it's significant. You know, when you start talking about worship and you start understanding the truth of what worship means, the heavens respond. So as I'm just talking right now to you, like it is pouring with rain. And I just get excited about stuff like this, man, because the deal is this. Creation has been waiting for the revealing of sons. And that's all things that we as sons are currently engaging the truth of who we are. And when a word like this goes out and it touches your heart, creation responds. So (laughs) this is amazing. And I just wanted to share this encounter with you because of the transformation that took place in my heart in terms of worship. And we have seen the most incredible things right now begin to be released as in this process and journey that I've been on and sitting with this revelation that has unlocked so many aspects of the kingdom realms and my understanding of what it means to be a worship leader positioned within the kingdom. And then as I engage as a son within that place and I get the opportunity to be in a company of people to lead worship or lead them in worship, a whole lot of stuff begins to be released and revealed because of the foundation of the truth of worship. And what I love about this process is I'm continuously growing from glory to glory as I'm being transformed as a son within the kingdom. I'm beginning to see a transformation take place in how I speak, how I engage in worship, how I engage in my family life, all of these things. But the key is this. It's about engaging face to face, spirit to spirit, as deep calls out to deep, as spirit calls out to spirit. There are some things that are beginning to happen within us as sons where we are beginning to see the fulfillment of Scripture. Matthew 6 verse 10, Let your kingdom come to earth as it is in heaven. And the way we're going to see that happen is by opening up our gate and allowing the fullness of who we have become there to be evident in the midst of creation. Shalom.